All right. Hey there. Uh, Chris and Craig show. I'm Chris. Got Craig with me. Craig, how you doing? Doing well. How are you, Chris? It has been a long week. I'm, <laughs> yes, it has. This is audio. Thank goodness. I'm not that much to look at, but I'm looking at my face now. I've got a pretty full beard, and I don't like to do that. Um, since I work at home, you know, just lay out, let it grow, but I don't like it when it gets this big, so I, I got it. I got shave. Maybe I'll shave on the podcast. How about that? That probably yeah. wouldn't sound good on audio, but we get some we get some good numbers from that, I bet. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so I mean this is kind of like a um I'd say time filler, but this kind of goes as long as we have time for. And you know, again, you know, Craig's covering the uh tornadoes um down south. Um just everything's happening in Ohio, uh Craig. Uh, all the Browns have COVID. Uh, yeah. What, yeah, Ohio yeah, Ohio State signed a bunch of people. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it's – and I was doing stories right in deadline early this morning, which wasn't good. I wasn't good there, and it was tough. <laughs> I, hey, let's talk about a couple things. I hate these stories to start out with. And I will make a small point because you're going to lose me quick if we break this down too much. Uh, but there's a fight going on between Disney and ESPN. Uh, oftentimes, uh, when you look at look at the old days, where you just had um, cable, um, a lot of times I would write these stories for the local papers like 10, 15 years ago, where you say, hey, the local cable company may drop the local CBS station because it can't reach a deal. Or they're right. dropping ESPN or the local regional sports network or whatever else the case yeah. might be. So in some ways, this is frustrating uh, because, hey, you know, Disney may drop ESPN. Uh, well, YouTube. Uh, wait a minute. Yeah, that'd be weird if Disney dropped ESPN. <laughs> yeah. YouTube may drop Disney, which would include stuff like Disney, ESPN, and uh, wherever, wherever else they may own what they right. Disney owns. And, yeah, that's frustrating. And that's why I don't want to talk about as much because I hate it's millionaires arguing with millionaires. So. Yeah, it's immaterial. But the thing I like about it is if they end up dropping it, they're going to lower the price of their package, which I like that, not just from a squabble over rights fees and everything else. I want skinny packages. And by that, I mean, I want if you get YouTube TV or Hulu Live TV or whatever, I want a a sports package where, okay, I just want sports. I don't want you know, movies or TNT or TBS. I just want sports. Or I don't want sports. You know what I mean? Right. I, I'm wondering if there's a if it makes sense financially to offer different packages like that. I think you might get more people. And I mean, I used to have Hulu Live TV. I dropped it because I wasn't watching everything. I'm right. getting to a point in my life that even though I'm active in the news industry, I don't want to sit and watch CNN all night or MSNBC or Fox or whatever. Um, I, I don't know, but I would guess it would cost more. Do you think? Is that why they haven't done that? Yeah, I mean, as of right now, it just seems like a big squabble. I mean, I, I, I can't imagine that YouTube wants this to go down this way because even though they might shed some of their pricing in, in relationship to this, They've got to have some of those. They've got to have ABC, and you want to have ESPN, and you want to have Disney. 
it would it would be harmful i think to their business model to not work out a deal I, i'm not saying that they should get gouged by you know disney but at the same time there has to be on their end some concession knowing that yeah they can always cut prices and maybe they'll keep their fan base but most people are going to be like well look i've got youtube tv because i have kids and i want them to be able to watch the disney channel or i i want to watch abc programming or my family likes watching sports on espn that's a lot to lose it's it's a lot more than say when you see some of these issues with like you know i guess it would be valley sports ohio as opposed to like fox sports that's one entity yeah you're losing out on the on the the telecast of like the Cavs or the you know the the indians or whatever the guardians but at the same time, this is multiple channels that are pretty big lineup channels for anybody that has cable. I find it hard to believe that they would let something like this go without trying to work it out. But I've always I've said this for a long time with cable. You know, we've had cable for decades now, and it just seems like why is there not a better a la carte option? So you like sports, I like sports. But I also like movies, and my wife likes stuff, and we both like stuff together. So, you know, I actually have said, and I think this this would be true, that more people, I think, would pay more money to get the stuff they really want. Instead of telling me, oh, you get 250 channels, most people would say, I'll pay the same price but give me all of the sports channels instead of half the sports channels. Give me all of the movie channels instead of three-fourths of them. Give me every other whatever I want. And then that way you can maybe pick it in packages where you have your sports package, you have your movie package, and they do have that to some degree, but most of it's add-ons to what you already get. So I've always thought, like, you know, group things together, have a la carte options, you know, have different package options where you have a sports package that has everything or you can pick and choose what you want out of it. And you have sort of a, you know, cap of, of in terms of how much you would spend or, you know, you can just start adding it to your cart, so to speak, to see how much your cable bill would be. And then you can subtract it from there or add on depending on if you need to save or don't care about saving as much money. I think more people would pay the same, if not more, if they were getting the channels they truly, truly wanted, as opposed to being sold on, you get 205 channels. Well, if you only watch four or five or six channels, what really is it to you that you have 200 channels to watch? Well, and I think ESPN has the opportunity. Craig, I was shocked, and they've probably done this all week, all year, and I haven't paid attention, but ESPN Plus... They're actually doing the Monday night games. I mean, it's not a separate broadcast. It's just the feed of the Monday that night That is game. new. That is okay. new. That is and, that, that, like last week or a couple of weeks new, yeah. Oh, okay, not all yeah, season. That's, okay. That is, I, I can assure you that it is not an all-season thing. Maybe it's, it's older than a couple of weeks, but I'm pretty certain that that's like <clears throat> hot off the presses new oh, wow. because that's – you know, I have ESPN Plus through the Disney the Disney Plus bundle through my phone, so I have it anyway. Now, I, we did have it before that, but I'm a huge fan of ESPN Plus, especially now that they have the NHL contract, um, you know, with hockey. I can watch any 
almost every hockey game every night, it seems like, because of it, because of the way their package is set up. Um, you know, well, they also have an American Conference football, so I can watch Bowling Green play football during the football season. So ESPN Plus is a great value for, like, that ultimate, like, sports junkie that wants to watch a little bit of everything or wants to watch, like, you know, more obscure teams like my Bowling Green Falcons or whoever it may be because those are generally going to be on ESPN+. Plus. Well, and when ESPN Plus first came out, yeah, the dream was, oh, all the ESPN shows would be on. You know that was never going to happen. But I'm surprised because Monday Night Football, with the possible exception of maybe the NBA, is their most yeah valuable programming. Oh, yeah. You thought Monday Night Football would never go on ESPN+. And I'm thinking if they're throwing it out there, Either they're trying to say, screw you, YouTube, we may do our own thing, or maybe that's a step in that direction. Where yeah. They still wouldn't put every game on there, but give you give you a little bit more honey to get you interested. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, mean, yeah. I know, I know you, there's no way, because if Bally's is talking about 20 bucks or whatever for the, you know, local regional sports package, there's no way ESPN's got off everything for five bucks. I mean, it would be a lot more. <laughs> right. But give me, like you talked about tiers, give me these packages. Maybe you say, hey, for 20 bucks, you get everything ESPN puts out. For 10 bucks, you get the ESPN2 package. We're, we're not that you're watching the show live. You just have access to the games that are on ESPN2 or whatever. But no, right. I'm Intrigued, and you know, here's the other thing, Craig. Too, like Paramount Plus. What I like about them is there is a sports news channel. Now, is it great? No, but you can still get sports news if you want to. There right. is a news feed on there. Yeah. Well, why does Hulu just have put on one CNN news feed because they own that, right? It's not part of the Disney package. And well, Hulu is, yeah, but the the thing is, though, is that CNN is a Turner property, which okay, if, that's any, not if anybody if yeah, anybody had rights to it, then it would be like HBO Max essentially because that's a, a Turner partnership, yeah. Warner Brothers, blah blah blah. I mean, obviously, like a um, you know any I mean, you know, Peacock kind of does that, but that's one thing that I thought Peacock needs to do more of is like Paramount Plus have the local NBC feed would be nice. Um, you know, they do have sort of news channel lineups where you could do like a channel lineup search of, you know, if you want to watch Saturday Night Live just randomly, you can do that. And they do have that for news. But yeah, Paramount Plus is a nice offering because for the $10, you can basically get, like if you're a Cleveland Browns fan, more often than not, they're going to be playing on CBS, which means for $10 a month, you can pretty much guarantee, you know, you're going to watch about 80% of their games probably because of that. If you keep adding on programming, and again, you don't have to poop out every programming in one day. I mean, give give us some nuggets. Like, you know, my mouth dropped open when I heard on our previous show that a dumb show that Laura Kessel and I like, The New Adventures of Will Christine, were on HBO Max. And sometimes stuff like that, even like a dumb sitcom that probably only two people in the world like, you start doing that. Like that Monday Night Football thing, that opened my eyes. I'm like, whoa, this is kind of crazy. If you yeah. start doing that, now, like Netflix. Okay, people get ticked off when you raise Netflix fees. But at least you're like, 
wow, we're getting tons of content. I mean, I'm right. overloaded with content. So it's not like you're yeah, just raising it just for heck of it. And you well, know, yeah, I mean, it's it's funny because you know, prices have gone up over the years, but it's so funny how many people have complained about like HBO Max's content, like being fifteen dollars a month for the high tier, and then they have ten dollars a month now for the the ad supported tier. But everybody has complained about HBO Max's price, even though. I didn't hear anybody complain when it was still $15 a month just for HBO. And then when HBO Max came in, more content was available, like A New Adventures of Old Christine, like The Big Bang Theory, like Friends, like The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So all of this programming came up and everybody started saying how overpriced it was. And it's like, well, no one complained about HBO's pricing when HBO was by itself $15. So why would you complain when you get HBO and then some? You know, everybody's raised their prices. Hulu's raised their prices. Netflix has higher tiered prices. So, you know, I, I think if Disney and Disney's got so much money and they've gone even they've even hiked their prices up a little bit. I think their their initial tier for Disney Plus was like five ninety nine. And then I think it jumped up to like six ninety nine or something or seven ninety nine um, as they've added more programming. But with with Disney Plus, with Hulu, with ESPN Plus, for what thirteen dollars a month, you get all of that. And really, you know, I don't know that if if ESPN Plus became ESPN or whatever, I don't know that they would significantly raise the price like you kind of said, where you would pay twenty bucks or even ten. Because I think they look at it like we're going to get a ton of subscribers, we're going to get advertising. And we can, because of that, you know, because they have advertising and stuff, especially for, for Monday Night Football, you know, they could probably do pretty well with that. You know, they were talking about, um, you know, their uh, advertising sales for hockey and, they, and that they were about all but 20% done with selling ad space for their ESPN Plus games. That's big. You know, that means that there is a market for not just a once in a great while college football game in the mid-american conference on espn plus but there is a market for professional sports on espn plus because the subscribers will come there if that's what you're offering you know and, and espn has contracts with every major league out there especially now with hockey but nfl nba major league baseball major league soccer so they have contracts with all these major sports leagues. And once they, you know, really develop that brand like they have, they could really offer even more content because I was not aware of the Monday night football stuff until I went on uh, my ESPN plus on Monday and it said, Hey, you know, stream this on ESPN plus. And I'm like, wow, that's, I've never seen that. That was the first time, you know, I went to ESPN Plus to watch, you know, a hockey game or whatever. And then all of a sudden I noticed the Monday Night Football game was on there. That's a game changer because that's their biggest contract as the NFL. And that's their biggest moneymaker. So I think this is a, a sign of things to come. Like maybe the future of ESPN is not going to be on cable, that it's going to be on ESPN Plus. Well, and here's the other thing. I haven't seen this super recently. But I've seen stories. Um, uh, let me see if I can find the last one because we need to talk about this. Um, 
you know, to answer your question about what's that next big move for ESPN Plus, um, Disney is reportedly talking to the NFL about adding the Sunday ticket to ESPN Plus, and right. that would also be. It's a game changer for me. I like fantasy football, but if you like the NFL, it's fun to watch Red Zone. Yeah. Um, now, believe me, you know Sunday ticket would be an extra add-on charge. You're not getting Sunday ticket for five bucks a month. Right. I would imagine uh, Red Zone would be a standalone charge. Um, you know, I, yeah. you you have to pay more, but that's going to potentially be all in one. Yeah, and, well, it's kind of like the uh, the UFC they have. Like, they have UFC. That's one thing that I forgot that ESPN Plus definitely has, too, is UFC. And you, you have to pay extra for their pay-per-views. But as part of that, you do get some of those fight nights where every once in a while they'll have a free – well, not free because you pay for ESPN Plus, but it'll be on ESPN Plus for no additional charge. So that's something that they could maybe do with NFL Sunday Ticket where – Maybe one of their games is uh, on ESPN Plus, and the rest you have to pay for, or whatever it may be. You just never know. Yeah, I think they're either saying a message or they're testing something. But it's exciting to see when you see Monday Night Football on ESPN Plus. I'm assuming we're getting near the end of the football season. I'm assuming you'll see that until the end of the season. I guess I'll decide what to do next year with that. Yeah, I think they're testing the waters out. I think, and I, yeah. I think they're going to call YouTube's bluff. I don't think they're overly afraid of because they, you know, they own Hulu Live essentially, which means right. you're still going to be on that. I don't think they really, I mean, I'm not saying that YouTube TV doesn't have a lot of subscribers, but I don't think they care if they're on YouTube TV because they've built their own empire. They have three streaming networks under this uh, umbrella. They've got Hulu Live TV. They've got traditional cable. They've got their own streaming apps. They don't really probably care about you know well, YouTube TV. Well, the bottom line is you've already set it up with UFC, where you can pretty much sit there and say, "Hey, for five bucks a month, you get basic ESPN Plus. If you want um, Red Zone, you know, it's ten bucks a month. Yeah. yeah, or or and you know, Red Zone is only really relevant for a couple months." You could set different packages. Do you want the SEC ESPN plus SEC package? Like, right. you know, that ESPN SEC channel, you can watch games in there. Well, maybe that's part of your ESPN plus plus package where you get, you know, red zone. I mean, yeah, it's exciting to see. I'm, I'm glad how they're opening their eyes to that. Uh, Craig, we got a few minutes. I wanted to mention a couple quick things that I observed uh, real quick before you. Um, we're going to talk to Joe Castle on our YouTube channel in a few minutes. Um, found something I kind of like, Craig. Um, I, I can't really say that much publicly. You know, you and I have had private discussions about this, but we're um, in the midst of watching a he, well, he just turned 15 yesterday. Happy birthday to, I, I guess his name can't be the 14 year old anymore. He's now the 15 year old. Uh, we celebrate his <laughs> birthday and um, we're we're in the process of bringing him into our family is you, you know what that means. Um, it's interesting. He has some significant special needs and that's great. Hey, God made us all different. And, and uh, you know, he's special and unique. I've had a hard time finding what to do with him. And what I mean by that is like, I'll walk in, say hi. He gives me a high five, a fist bump. Um, but he sits on his tablet. I'm like trying to figure out what to do. Craig, we're playing video games now. Um, 
I have a lot of Madden. He doesn't really understand the strategy goes in the football, so I bought a Forza game. Okay. And we've been racing cars. Um, he does not know how to steer, which scares me. Um, he will not be driving anytime soon, uh, or he'll he won't be alive. Um, but he's been, you know, doing the speed, and I've been steering for him. So it's kind of a nice bonding moment that we haven't had. So yeah, and I'll share more publicly when things start going through. But wanted to kind of you know. He's here, and you know, just wanted to kind of share a little bit about that now. Uh, Craig, I found something else that was really interesting. And again, I don't want to offend you or anybody else I mentioned this to. We started to live our life a particular way. Um, we're not into posting a ton of pictures of our family on Facebook and stuff like that. If you know, sometimes Craig does that, which is great. Uh, some other people I know do that a million times. That's great. We, we just don't want to do that as much. One of the things we get nervous about, Craig, is how do you save all of your pictures? Like when I used to be more free-flowing on I'll share every picture I have, you share on Facebook, you can go back and look it up that way. Craig, I found out. Um, Google Drive. I found a way on my Roku app I can stream Google Drive from my laptop to mm. the TV. So my okay. nine-year-old loves it because all the time she wants to see dad's phone so she can look through the pictures and videos I have. Now Google Drive is going to the TV. So we are trying to find all of our old pictures because you, know, you take a million pictures here on your cell phone and when they're gone, they're gone. So okay. we think we could save pictures. Obviously, Google Drive, we can use it if we need it for work or something else. But right. now we've got – I'm looking at Google Drive now. It's like our personal streaming service because you don't want to put the nine-year-old on YouTube. But now she can watch her videos of her right. family and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's probably not a new idea. Probably everyone listens like, oh, I've done this a long time ago. But I I'm excited. I mean, I was losing pictures. My kid always stole my phone. Now I'm in great shape. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a great idea to, you know, where you guys can still kind of share the memories and obviously use that term share loosely because you're not sharing it with everybody, but share it with the people that need to see it or that you want to see it. And you can have it, uh, you know, it's almost like the equivalent of having like a, uh, you know, a, a mobile picture frame where, you know, you can maybe guests come over for the holidays and, you know, you can have like a family photo album streaming across the TV and you, and, you know, instead of having to, to worry about whatever, you can just turn on that and everybody can look through the cute pictures and you don't have to worry about sharing them on Facebook or Instagram and having everybody in their mother see it. So it's kind of a unique tool. And I've always, you know, we, ever since Google photos kind of came around, I really love Google photo because it, it, everything I take saves and I have it backed up and oh, yeah. I don't have to worry about, well, hopefully I, I mean, now it's almost more making sure I take photos like at a birthday party or a Christmas event or something like that. Now it's more so about that as opposed to, well, I hope I don't remember to, you know, I hope I don't delete these before saving them because they automatically saved my Google photos. So it's a pretty unique tool, and it's it's something that uh, will allow you to kind of hang on to all those memories. And, you know, you can always put them into a photo album if you like the physical hand, you know, copy of it. But 
Otherwise, you have it there forever, and you can do whatever you want with it, which is pretty nice. And we may get the, the bigger drive so we yeah. can save more stuff. I mean, we got enough room now for with the free, but um, it's funny how life's changed, too, because um, my mom's going through her stuff, and part of that process is, you know, you go for the pictures, and who's going to take the pictures? Right. And I mean, my house is full. I have more room for more crap, you know? Yeah, if you want to buy me something, buy me a membership to something. Don't buy me books. Jeez, I've got <laughs> enough crap here. Um, but um, the nice thing is, so my mom's like, oh, I want to give you all these pictures. I'm like, no, mom. How about if I take the pictures I want? I could take a picture of the picture. And you got what you need. So it's different how we uh, take a look at different things for the free time. Well, hey, everyone, thanks for checking out the show. Thanks for your patience. Um, it's been a will of a crazy time it's christmas season which is always busy um my life's turning busy craig um yeah he's moving now the good news is he's um saying it's the show because hey we got internet craig could move to the moon and he could still do this uh but it, it's a crazy time but we, we're trying to get a consistent number of podcasts uh we think we can give you two segments a day so we've done that for the past week and we'll be able to continue this with some of the partnerships we have in addition to Craig and I doing stuff. So uh, for Craig, this is Chris. Um, have a great night. Uh, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.